Hello everybody, welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we will be talking about the episode Rusky Business, episode 15 from season 1. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Yvette. And oh. I'm Paul. Hey Paul! <laughs> hey Paul. Hi there. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry, we forgot the fanfare. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go get my trumpets. Yeah. And and everybody has heard your voice on this podcast because you are our only voicemail sender. Yay! Yay! Well, I got the new uh, Zoom recorder at my birthday and decided to to use it, put it to good use at work. Awesome! Well, Love it. We appreciate your 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 feedback. Yes, we do. thank you. Yes. So, Paul, we like to ask our guests, uh, how did you start watching Veronica Mars? I uh, now I, I I can't say for sure which episode I started in on, but I started in during season one uh, on air. Um, uh, and I'm, I, as I've been watching along, I know that I've seen some of this, and I can't remember, and I've, I've tried to work out online. Um, does anybody know if Veronica Mars was on while they still did summer rerun season as well? I think so, because I think that's how I saw some of it. Okay, I think I picked up some of I think I picked up some of these during summer rerun, but I believe by this episode maybe I was I think I was on board uh on weekly watching. Nice. Not positive. Mm-hmm. Uh but it was uh, basically cuz I had, I had read all of these uh um things I mean the people on live journal and um also um respected people like uh Mr. Joss Whedon and uh Kevin Smith both were big fans and, and blogged about it uh, on a couple of occasions. So I decided I had to check it out. Nice. We love the Joss. Glad we do. Um, and where can people hear you, Paul? Uh, well, people can uh, currently hear me during uh, my intro cast called the Ghost Light Podcast, an intro cast about the series Slings and Arrows. Um, we're roughly publishing on a biweekly, you know, every other week uh, basis. Um, and, uh, we're just uh, about halfway through the first season. Uh, so if people want to catch up, they can catch us at, uh, quadruple com. Very nice. I am listening to that podcast and watching the show, which I've never seen. Yeah. I, I feel like we've, we've touched on this before. <laughs> well, we kind of spoiled <laughs> something about slings and arrows at one point, which I luckily don't remember because <laughs> I haven't watched well, it either. And I'm trying paul to watch desperately but it is difficult to get a hold of it is Mm -hmm. yeah it is it was it was it was streaming on netflix up until i believe the week our first episode hit Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what happened to us yep yeah did we even have the first well the pilot's still up there isn't it yeah yeah the first season was up on the wb.com until we started this podcast (laughs) and then poof Yep, it's gone. They heard about us. Yeah. Yeah, they might they have. Would. I don't know. I think someone. I think someone out there has heard heard about us uh, about both of these podcasts because I swear um, I went to uh, Gmail and couldn't get Ghostlight Podcast. Um, you know, at, at Gmail dot com, I had uh-huh. to go to the Ghostlight Podcast, and I think you had something similar. Uh huh. Yeah, we had to have Investigating Mars podcast because just Investigating Mars was taken. Either it's a title that a lot of people came up with, or uh, 
or something. I don't, yeah, know. I, I don't know. There's no other. There's no other one out there. So, I think it's a conspiracy. I think mm-hmm. so too. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> definitely. They have it out for us, people. Watch yeah. out. Okay. Well, let's get into our episode summary. Um, okay. As Valentine's Day approaches, Veronica finds herself working as a love detective, tracking down Meg's secret admirer and helping a Russian woman find her missing fiancé, both with unexpected results. Meanwhile, Logan's family troubles continue as he stakes out a hotel that he believes is hiding his mother. All right, so our format's going to be interesting this week because I kind of only have A plot and B plot, and... Really, I could have had A, B, C, and D plot, I guess, because all of the love stories I'm including in the A plot, and then our B plot is uh, Logan looking for his mother. Okay. <laughs> it was it was still very hard to take notes on this episode. It's like all in chronological order. Oh my gosh, but so good. Yes. All Except right. the rescue part. Well, yeah. Um, we, won't, we won't spend too much time on that. Um, so Meg has a secret admirer and wants Veronica to find out who it is. Okay, I, I forgot Meg existed. Me too. <laughs> Me too. It was evident in our commentary that I forgot she existed. Like, but you guys <laughs> wanted to see her again. We did, but then yes. but then she hasn't been around, so I completely forgot that, <laughs> that I wanted her to be around. <laughs> well, they mentioned her a couple of times in the previously on to make sure you would remember her. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> which, which I actually don't watch. That's a good so, idea. It but... is a good idea. Yeah, I learned that through many years of watching genre TV and being upset when I saw the previous on. We also have, there's so many love stories going on because it's, is it Valentine's, Valentine's Day? Day? It is, yes. It's Valentine's Day. Everybody's wearing pink. Um, there is a Russian woman who is looking for her lost soulmate, and Keith wants Veronica to just, you know, take care of it, and because he's busy. And we find out that her lost soulmate's name is Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay, so here's what I realize, and everyone's gonna laugh, that because it's probably really obvious. So Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, the actor, risky business, rusky business, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Logan's outfit. Like they, I didn't realize how many times the title of this episode came up in the actual episode, and I think that's the first, right? They, they don't usually come up as this often. I don't think so. It doesn't usually tie in quite as much. Yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed that. I, I missed the Tom Cruise thing on the first, uh, the first thought through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, it's a nice touch. Now with the uh, with the. Uh, um... With Katerina, uh, did you guys um, during the commentary point out that there are three uh, Buffy alums during this cast of this episode? No, three. Who? Three. Well, I found uh, two. Yeah, but... there's three. You, see, this this uh, Katerina was in the episode uh, Checkpoint as the posh oh. lady watcher. Oh and we God. just oh, watched really? that. We just watched that. Or I just yes. watched that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just okay. watched it, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, we now, all I think, did. I think the guy on Potential Cast who was guesting said that her name was uh, Cynthia, uh, Cynthia Lamontague, uh, and he was entirely wrong or confused. <laughs> I believe he actually said that, it was, uh, that, that that was the case. She's actually named Cynthia Lamontaine. We bring the knowledge. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, I just, I, I'm sure that guy just didn't have his head on straight that, that day when he was guesting on Checkpoint yeah, episode I'm of sure. Potential Cast. I'm sure, the, the, you know, the one who substituted for me on that episode, yeah, that guy. Not sure who he was exactly. <laughs> no, I don't know either at all. But obviously he didn't have his head on straight. I'm glad you cleared that up for us. Yes. Well, um, oh, never mind. And she was also on that 70s show in a role called uh, Rhonda, I guess. I don't remember that particularly. So but apparently she was so, a recurrent. So her. Um, so her, yes. And then Alice there's Hannigan. Allison Hannigan, yes. And then, I, you know, you wouldn't necessarily think it uh, because he is no, m- much better known for a different role. But he was uh, the, the guy who plays Kaz, Zachary Bryan. Um, oh, that's right. Was I, in yeah. A, a lat- yeah, he was in a later season episode of Buffy that I'm not going to name or get into detail on uh-huh. um, because... You know, I don't want to cross spoil with potential cast, but uh, it is that same episode that you guys thought about referring to a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. Robed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I didn't even. I, I didn't even, even put that together. That. I knew. I knew he was in it, but I didn't even put it together. Yeah. That's funny. I thought about that he'd been on Smallville, but not Buffy. Interesting. All right. Uh, so... Okay, sorry. We're still on the internet, Brian. I tangent, uh, tangent. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. It's fine. I need somebody <laughs> to tangent. This. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the subtitle of our podcast. <laughs> uh, Veronica gets Wallace to help her check out Kaz, and um, he's not very happy when he. Is found holding Kaz's jock strap. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> what can you say about that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they were not hanging out when they were supposed to be hanging out. Wallace was mm-hmm. also upset about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love Wallace. Yeah, to the jock strap, just throwing that out there. I know. I know. That was that was difficult. There's too much much jockstrap in this episode. (laughs) Too much jockstrap, not enough backup. (laughs) Exactly. Never enough backup. I just got to say that he was, like, staring at it for way too long. I was like, Wallace! He was, like, fascinated by that. (laughs) Exactly so... I was wondering if he was trying to wonder, figure out what size it was, was going to fit him, or... <laughs> That's <sighs> what I was wondering. When he was, like, holding up and looking at it, I'm like, what are you trying to do? Figure out, like, if it's, like, a thought, like, are we supposed to infer from this that it's an extra large size, or maybe it's an extra small size? Like, I didn't get it. <laughs> too funny. Yeah, way too much. Um, we get to hear Veronica's casting voice. I love it when she uses an accent. <laughs> I kind of felt like she was doing Annie Potts. <laughs> uh, from Ghostbusters? Can... Yeah. <laughs> I love when she does pretty much any voice, but that was a particularly good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I just like how very, very um, specific <laughs> her, her... I mean, no, she was, she was reading from like his... I was just trying to figure out what kind of role this would be. For um, you know what kind of what kind of part this this person would play that would have those very specific um, characteristics? Because he has to be able to play hockey and play guitar, mm-hmm. as well as be a little portly and bald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and does he need to do those things all at the same time? That's or? that's what I was picturing. <laughs> a portly bald guy skating backwards, playing, playing guitar. guitar. Yeah. 
with a goalie mask on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Wallace actually helps on pretty much all the cases. He helps Veronica find the dog, which... Oh, I did not like Wallace dissing that dog. Catahoulas are so pretty. (laughs) Well, yeah, so are those, those... Oh, what are they? The ones that always win the dog shows. The... Oh, Mexican hairless? Yeah, those. Those are ugly, too, but they're apparently really, really I didn't, I didn't dog think that the dog was particularly ugly. Y'all need to stop. Like, Catahoulas are the state dog of Louisiana. I'm about to represent over here. <laughs> they are! They are. <laughs> yeah, that's going to give the smack down here in a second. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful dog. But yeah, they Wallace is like he's really with it this episode. Yeah, I like seeing so much Wallace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's being useful. He is. Although he just wants to hang out, so. Alright, the flower guy, because Meg got flowers. And Veronica <laughs> goes to the flower shop and this guy has a really bad memory and you know, the kid was average looking. And so she gets the sketch artist in there. What was that guy's name? Manny or Maddie? The flower shop guy? I think guy? it was Manny. It was Manny, yeah. That guy was really familiar to me, but I don't know where from. The flower Sorry. shop guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my, my notes are all out of order. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm taking so long to say anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth. It's okay. My notes are out of order. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be one of those episodes. It is. Um, I, I love that he, you know, paints such a clear picture, obviously, but I was like, couldn't, you know, in hindsight now, uh, couldn't he have just said, you know, is made of cardboard or kind of has a place about him, like a donut? I know, very, like very generic. Um, you can't really pick him out in a lineup. He looks like seven different actors, but unattractive, like the most unattractive of the lot. Like all of these descriptors would be better than what he said. Possibly psychotic. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, it made sense that he was just average looking because he was every single other guy in this episode looked exactly like him i know yeah he looked so much like that zachary thomas person (laughs) (laughs) yeah whatever that guy's name is yeah mixed yeah Yeah. i never watched that show (laughs) me neither but i know enough to to be able to pop like uh to to be able to identify that that's one of the brothers and not the more attractive of the one Oh, I love Jonathan that show. Taylor Thomas was yep. the uh, was the cute one. I was in love with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I bought Tiger Beat. <laughs> oh my so, god! <laughs> Which we will actually all, come... we were all in love with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and none That's of you right. can deny it. That's right. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't actually. He's not my type. We were yeah. ten. Well, exactly. <laughs> I was really into uh, Parker Lewis. I... Can't lose. Yeah, with the hair. Yeah. Quirky mimic. Have... Oh I, yeah, I loved him. I have a different type, even when I was 10. <laughs> I, liked, I liked them steadily. He wasn't quite that. He wasn't quite there yet. But I do see by my Google Foo is, um, is that he has turned out to be quite the individual. Huh. Jonathan good on you. Thomas? Yeah. Good on you, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> I wouldn't cook you out of bed right now. Maybe when I was 10, but not right now. <laughs> And on that note... (laughs) Yeah. So, Veronica goes and asks Leo for a favor to help her find the dog. 
love him. Oh my gosh, yeah. I I I don't know. I, I for some reason I really ship them hard and I for some reason I think I'm gonna be disappointed. Wait, where did we go? Leo. Leo. At the at the office. Hey, you know, I I, I just realized and uh, during while I was watching this episode and I I wasn't sure. Did you guys ever nail down the name because I I, I realized it was mentioned here of the uh, porn stash deputy? No. No. Okay, his name I... is Sax. Okay, because I always point him out, and I never know. Yes. I've never looked him up. He's mm-hmm. Sax. Because um, he's not pictured in this episode, but um, the, but she does refer to uh, to Leo saying, hey, when you and Sax come and bust up the party later on. Oh, yeah, that's okay. right. And I, and I knew that he wasn't. I knew he wasn't on screen, but I knew that I, I knew that you guys were puzzling over his name. And once I once I heard the name, I, I, I remembered that it was a connection there. Was he I, ever I, on Reno nine one one? Sax. He, uh... Yeah, he, he'd fit right in in Reno nine one one. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think somebody tried to tell us that uh, in the Facebook group, but I, I can't remember now. I can, if you can't tell, we all have great memories here. Right. Mm-hmm. Deputy Sax. Uh, known for Veronica Mars. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Well, then we know where his career went. Uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> well, anyway, he, he would have a great future in Reno 911 because there's someone who looks exactly like him on that show, I think, if my memory serves. With the stash. Yeah. So in this scene at the police station, we uh, kind of see that Leo's not totally over his, uh, his anger at Veronica because, again, with the sketch artist, and she has horns. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, but the exchange when she gets there, you know, he's definitely, you know, still showing a little bit of that, you know, I'm, I'm hurt. You know, he's milking it for what it's worth, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but I think that, you know, his reluctance to, to help her for that moment there, um, you know, is quickly overcome by his infatuation. Yeah, she just had to bat her eyelashes at him and say something like, and then I fell for you, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, you fell for me, huh? Um, Yeah, I I thought that, um, I don't know, I think that I mentioned this in the commentary, but I, I thought that he was okay at the end of the last time we saw him, but it was pointed out to me that he was a little bit grumpy. And so I thought that he was a little bit too grumpy, and um, when they showed him this time, but I was wrong, apparently. So, um, I don't know. I just thought he, he got over it really quickly, obviously, because he's, he's a kitten to her when she bats her eyelashes at people, apparently. Mm-hmm. He's a kitten with a killer smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a New York accent that won't quit. <laughs> just can't get over it. It's so weird. I'm so used to seeing him on... Um, New girl, without the accent. So yeah, it's funny. same. Like every time I see him, I just immediately think of Schmidt. Yeah, but he's such a different character. Such a different character and a different accent. Let's get that straight. <laughs> and that's how you tell them apart. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Meg and Veronica go to a party at what they think is Kaz's house, but it's actually a model home. Hello, Arrested Development. Yeah, uh-huh. I've been watching so much Arrested Development lately. Oh my god, like, you too? Mm-hmm. 
When was Arrested Development on? Now I'm now I'm well, not even certain that they're. It was like Ooh. 2004, right? It was like kind of the same. So maybe it's at the same time. Yeah. One of the now I'm like thinking, that. did Arrested Development come first, or it not? did? By okay. it was it was a 2003 premiere for Arrested Development. Perfect. Great. November second, uh, 2003, apparently. Yep. So then it was a reference, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I can imagine so. I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Meg gets beer spilled on her by Cass because he's a charmer. Mm-hmm. I, I love that he didn't know that she was a cheerleader. Like, or well, like I mean, he knew. <laughs> he knows she's a cheerleader, but like he's Doesn't talking connect. to her like like she wasn't at the game. Right. She's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, <I> yeah. Was <laughs> there. <laughs> he's a winner. Yeah, he is. He's he's a catch. Um. So then, there's a possibility that maybe this Martin guy might be Meg's secret admirer because he's you know, helping her out and, and flirting a little bit. And Veronica tries to find out, but of course his phone dies. Of <laughs> Veronica course. borrows an awful lot of cell phones. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they just give them to her. I don't understand it. Like, no one touches my phone. No like one. If, if somebody came up to me and, like, that I knew, like, because, you know, these people obviously don't know Veronica well, you know, but well, I, I assume that he doesn't know her well because we've never heard of, heard of about him before. But then came up to me and was like, "Hey, can I borrow your cell phone?" And be like, "No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your license and registration, and maybe I'll let you borrow my cell phone." <laughs> and then I'll hold the phone up to your face while you make a phone call because I'm not letting go of my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Also, it can't touch your face because then that's gross. No, that's exactly why I'm holding it up. <laughs> Speaker phone. That's all you can yeah. have. Or can you text someone and can I text it for you? <laughs> right. <laughs> I've what seen would you to- like to say and to whom? <laughs> <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers, people. It was just- a different world like eight years ago, I guess. Right. Well, and it was. It was just like a flip phone. So well, I, I wasn't a different person eight years ago. So <laughs> <laughs> even then, it has my it has my my snake on it. You know. The, oh, that's right. I'm like, you know, no, you can't have my Nokia. <laughs> exactly. My hot pink razor phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Keith is working on his case, and he notices that he's being followed. So he pulls a switch at the valet and checks out the car that's following him. And is there a gun in the glove box, right? That scene really mm-hmm. confused me. I didn't quite understand what was going on. Like, he... He was trying to... Um, he's... He got the rental the, the rental um, contract out to get their names. Yes. Yeah, he's okay. trying to find out who is following him. Uh-huh. Because and, the Russians were following him because he was working the case that was, you know, for them, even though he didn't know it at the time. How did he get the keys to their car? From the valet. No, he used a Slim Jim. Okay. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay. I am pretty slim. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing yeah, to say Yeah, I thought that. he got the keys Ba-dum. from the valet as well. No, no, he used a Slim Jim. got it back to them. Okay, so, all right, that makes so, a lot more sense. Huh? And then he went and got his car. Okay. Yeah, that the whole valet thing. I'm not sure why it was there when he just kind of broke into their car. So yeah, that was 
that's why I assumed that it was the ballet. Yeah. But I, I like when, um, I don't know, I like seeing Keith's little detective skills and how polished he is. I mean, Veronica's awesome, but she's very um, exuberant, I should say, mm-hmm. <laughs> very enthusiastic. Um, but she isn't, like, always the, I mean, he just does it with such effort. You know, he does it effortlessly. Like, he's like, this is what I do. I'm Keith Mars. And I like that dis- distinction between the two of them. Yeah. Veronica and Wallace find Tom Cruise through the dog. And Veronica is calling to tell... What did you say her name was, Paul? <laughs> Katerina. Uh, Katerina. Katerina. Yes, I just have Russian woman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she's calling her to tell her that she found Tom Cruise... And Keith hurries in and hangs up the phone. Because the men following him are Russian mafia. And she is the daughter of a mob boss. And Tom Cruise is in witness protection. I like that Katarina was totally punk in them. I didn't expect that. doing a very good job. Yeah, she was so believable. Yeah, I I really... um, I thought for whatever reason that those people who were following Keith had something to do. Like I, cause you know, I'm always looking for the arc, you know, uh, the, the overall arc for, and I, I was hoping that they had something to do with, um, you know, the Lily Kane case as opposed to, so I didn't even connect them to her, mm-hmm. which I guess is, is, you know, good on them. Cause you know, I bite everything. I'm such a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so they catch the Russian mob by luring them to the model home. <laughs> and they play our theme song in the process. Yay. Or maybe yeah. just where we stole our music from. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let's go back. I like your previous supposition better. <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of interesting watching that scene going, I know this music. Yeah, really when. Well. The... Every time I watch it, I I was like singing along, and I was like, "Yeah, I know this. I totally know this song." <laughs> yeah, I um, it's funny because I haven't always. I mean, it's been a really long time since I've actually gone back to listen to our podcast because I really don't like the sound of my voice, and so um, recently I did, and I suddenly understood. Um, where this was coming from, (laughs) where the music was coming from. Like, oh, we have intro music. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So. Certainly from the get-go, I didn't, I mean, I assumed it was from something Veronica Mars, but Mm -hmm. I didn't, I had obviously had no idea to know where it came from, but I didn't know that it was actually in there, like in an episode. But so it was cool to hear that there. Uh, Oh, so it's, it's just from this episode. Like it hasn't been. I think it's just from this episode. Oh, okay. So great timing on my part. Yay. Yeah, Yeah, it's just from the, like, the Veronica Mars soundtrack score. I like it. It works. I, uh, and this is right when they go in um, to the model home, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they're, like, walking across the lawn and opening the front door. And then, uh, and then Keith gives his only Russian word. <laughs> yes, he does. And then on to plot B. No. <laughs> Almost. Almost. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, Meg comes over and drags oh, right. Veronica to the dance. Meg and... Veronica. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sprays her down with a with a whole lot of hairspray. <laughs> so I got to tell you. Wanna... Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the the hairspray. She was coughing, and I was like, I really know how that goes because uh, you know back in high school, um, you know, all the girls were maintaining their wall of bangs. Uh, this sort of gives you an idea of when I went to high school. Um, you were just walking through clouds and clouds of Aquanet, or maybe if you were lucky, Aussie, which smells a little better than Aquanet, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> really I bad. I, 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 I used my fair share of Aquanet. <laughs> but uh, but I, it was like, did Veronica just happen to have that, you know, Madonna boy toy outfit on hand? Like... Because yes. she didn't yeah. expect to be going anywhere. Like, well, well, no, but she was a masseuse. She had a fake ID for a masseuse. Like, we cannot put this past her, Jimmy. Right. Like, she, she, she costumes. Exactly. <laughs> she, she has to, you know, be able to adopt a different persona at the drop of a hat. So costumes and, are a must. And Madonna is one of those personas, I well, guess. <laughs> well, like a goth ballerina. You just don't right. know. You just never well, know. I mean, and she also had a crimper on hand. I mean... Who doesn't? Don't you have a crimper? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't. No, I have a crimper. Oh my god, Eva, I'm going to come visit you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we can do makeup out of my caboodle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to bring my jelly my jelly shoes and... Nice. Um, yeah. Yay! Well, awesome. 80s party. The the only other thing I have about her outfit is that I think that what she was wearing counted as a choker. It's not the usual cho- choker, and it had a, like a big diamond in it. I I think that was a new choker. I think we can count that as like two chokers. Okay, no, we know three chokers. Three. Remember, there was yeah. another one. Remember in this episode, like we, I was all agog watching this, and she has this crazy drippy weirdo thing that she hangs from her neck. That's definitely a choker, but it's a different one. It's amazing. Yeah, the model home party. She's wearing yeah. Okay, so, so we got we got two different chokers in this episode. Uh huh. Well, three because she has original two. Well, like the regular I, one. Yeah, I just <laughs> I, I I was I was I just didn't know what to do. Like I just I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, <laughs> is this a trend? Like I, I I don't know if I can handle this if it continues. I just don't know. And what does it mean? What does it mean, people? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Meg's secret admirer is Duncan. Oh my god. I didn't think that drawing looked anything like Duncan. No. No. No, no, but I knew that's who... I could tell that's who it was supposed to be because she threw it out. Because she's jealous that her brother has a crush on somebody else. Oh, gross, gross! (laughs) Jimmy, it's her half-brother and we don't even know if she's related. (sighs) He could be adopted. Um, I think they should they should have just cut out like um, like a little piece of cardboard and faxed that over, and we would have all gotten it better. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, how are how is she supposed to tell the difference from that fax with all those boys who look exactly like Duncan? Like it just doesn't make any sense. I was like, this is a horrible drawing. You could have taken a picture of like the other brother in you know. Like what is that home improvement? In fact, his picture over, and it would have been this. They would have been like, "Oh, look, it's Duncan." <sighs> I'm surprised that Duncan can crush. You know, I, well, I mean, other than Hulk Smash crush, you know, because obviously. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, yeah. you know, somebody might want to warn Meg that he's, like, you know, a rapist and a killer and, you know, <laughs> just throwing that out there. Meg. I'm glad that you're seeing things our way now, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Maybe Meg's not lit too long for this world or whatever. That would be really interesting, <laughs> I have to say. Oh, yeah, like the season finale is Duncan killing Meg. Ooh. Yeah. And they like, find they find him like with his hands in blood and her dead body by his feet. And he's rocking back and forth like he did in the pilot flashback or whatever it was. And Celeste in a corner laughing because she pointed him in the right direction. Yeah, and then Aaron Eccles <laughs> in the other corner laughing maniacally because <laughs> he also pointed <laughs> Maybe they're the same person. <laughs> Have we ever seen them in a scene together? <laughs> um, yes. Yes? At Christmas party. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, Celeste, so... Celeste was at, the, was at the Christmas party? Yeah. In they the were same making scene plans together. to go somewhere. Okay, then they're like, related. couples or whatever. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's too easy, low-hanging fruit. No, I, I was I was just going to go the route of Game of Thrones, but Oh, okay. So you were going to go there. Yes. I was but I, I was, yeah. was going to think a lock and key party or something. <laughs> With your Anyways. brother. So yeah, I could go Game of Thrones. There you go. It always comes go. back to Game of Thrones. Always. Uh, okay, so Meg invited Leo to the dance for Veronica. So, right, um, right before Leo gets there, though, um, they're playing Time After Time, and mm -hmm. they're, they're in their 80s garb, and I mm -hmm. think they really missed an opportunity for a scene here to um, recreate the uh, Romy and Michelle dance with Duncan, oh, with Duncan, Veronica, and Meg. It was so Romy and Michelle. That's all I can Yeah. <laughs> Definitely Romy and Michelle when they were walking in together and all that good stuff. Post-it notes. Yeah. Uh, okay, we skipped the we skipped the B-plot stuff. And uh, Veronica has been getting uh, crank calls on her phone, and she calls back and no one answers. So it just so happens that this time when she gets a crank call and Leo calls back, someone answers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't think that your police work really helped that out any. I think it was just you know someone happened to be standing there. Well, no, she didn't have the number. It was a blocked number. No, but she kept star sixty nine ing it, and it just rang and rang. Oh, I thought she was star sixty nine ing and it couldn't go back because it was blocked. No, she said it just rang and rang. And it's because it was a payphone and no one oh, was standing nearby. Interesting. Yeah, but he I thought he that. was all cool because. Somebody well, answered. <laughs> so she goes to this place that the band says the payphone is at and finds her mother in a bar. And so does Clarence Weedman. Oh, is that who that, that was Clarence Weedman? Oh, sorry. I didn't mm -hmm. mean to point that out if you hadn't figured it oh, out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know yeah, if that was I him. Was. I, I wasn't sure if that was him or not. I yeah. thought he was a henchman of Clarence Weedman. Yes, I, I wasn't was sure Clarence if that was him or not. I, either way, I knew it was going to get back to Clarence Weedman. <laughs> I just, I don't know why I didn't think that that was him. I thought it was, because why would he be there? But anyways, but yes. Well, it was a very brief shot, too. Like Yeah, it was. Mirror. So. But he's, uh, 
Yeah, I'm glad he came back because I remember the last time we saw him, it was, you know, when he when she found out like he was the one, it was all kind of, you know, dun 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 kind of thing. And um, then we didn't see him. And so now it's like this cat and mouse thing a little bit. Because um, didn't she threaten him last time or get the upper on him last she time? She sent him pictures. Yeah. Of himself like he had sent her mother. And so now it's like his move. It's like a chess match. Which is interesting. Yeah, think... I'm, I'm... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think that Veronica's mom and Clarence Weedman are like having an affair or something. So they were there together. Oh no no, no no. I I, I I'm, I'm not disqual- I'm not disqualifying your your theory, but I, my theory is more along the lines of, you know, because at the because right at the very end of that scene, she keeps saying, "What is it that she keeps saying?" Um, they can't uh, I can't be you. yeah I can't be seen with you. They're going to hurt you, um, and so. Back earlier in the season, we saw that uh, Veronica found the pictures that had Veronica, you know, Veronica's picture with a target on her face. Uh, and so those pictures were obviously sent to Leanne to intimidate her to leave town. Um, and and the security guy is the guy who took the pictures. So he's the he's the antagonizer of this particular, um, you know, m- piece of the of the of the puzzle here he's the one who's pushing her out of town because i'm guessing she knows something you know like maybe she saw something or if you see something say something i'm not real sure but something along those lines that's what i think tell us Mm. what you think (laughs) 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 all right anything else on this massive a plot I just have one. I, how old is Leo? I know he said. How old is he? 20. Is he 20? 20. He's 20. Okay. So I just have a small problem with his relationship with Veronica because he's 20. She's 17. She's in high school. I understand if this were five years from now and she was 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, and he was 26. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> then, um, then I would be, you know, I wouldn't have any problem with this, but I, I'm, I know. I, I every time like he's with her, I'm like, oh, they're so cute. I'm like, but he's 20 and she's 17. This isn't, you know. I'm like, and they would not have let him in that dance. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have let a 20 year old in there with a 17 year old date. You know, like. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little skeeved out by it, but I'm trying to just be like, it doesn't matter. So, oh, it's uh, just like Buffy and Angel, except for you know, you know, several hundred, hundred years different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And not to mention, Jimmy, um, I'm skeeved out by it too. However, then I think about that she was her previous was her half brother. True. I and I'm a little bit like the age. Yes, the age thing isn't isn't as bad when you think about it in context like that. But yeah, true about uh, Angel and Buffy. But I don't like it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have and Veronica and Leo kiss, and then I have underage, 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 underage. <laughs> yeah, like, don't let it go any further, or, you know, he might have to arrest himself. That's right. Yeah. Which would be interesting to watch, actually. Can we see that scene? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. When, when Leo I'm cuffs gonna... himself? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and books himself, and prints himself, and himself in a cell. And he's just sitting there looking sad, and, like, Keith walks by. What are you doing? 
Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> totally banged your daughter. She's yeah. only 17. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm in here. It kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, anyway. I have the exact same problem. Like, my note is, oh, Officer Leo, you're so cute, but you should not be dating a high school girl. <laughs> right. And when you were 20, oh, well, never mind. He's a guy. I was going to say, like, I don't know. When I was 20, I didn't even want to, like, associate with people that were in high school but in high, yeah like in high that was creepy to me mm-hmm. yeah it once was really creepy get, once they get out of high school like you know and they're 18 and you know whatever then fine you know yeah, but... fair game like college age veronica sure well and you wouldn't want to go back to high school for a dance either i know <laughs> yeah i don't know i knew i knew guys that uh that uh it, it tended to edge a little toward the uh, the, the cradle robbing thing there. <laughs> uh, I mean, they were they were. I mean, but they were like they were like nineteen, eighteen, not uh, not twenty, twenty one. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and it's one thing if you you know you were a senior and your you know boyfriend or girlfriend was you know a junior, and then you graduated, and then their senior year you came back for their for their prom or something like that. I know that was something that happened from time to time, but there were a couple of times. In my particular, you know, in my high school where there were kids who tried to bring like a 20 year old to either prom or the Christmas dance, like the formal dances where you had to like, you know, go through the whole process. And if they weren't a student, they denied them tickets. They would not allow those students in or no, uh-huh. those people who were not students into the school. So well, he is a cop. <laughs> he just showed his badge. <laughs> Which means yeah. <laughs> No better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, working on, I, I'm working undercover here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't blow my just, don't blow my cover. Let me in. Yeah, I'm on 21 Jump Street. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I don't know. What do you guys think about um, Duncan and Meg? Such a boring couple. I know. Perfect. <laughs> I don't. I don't well, I have any thoughts. Meg. Huh? All I think is poor Meg. Yeah, oh, but she's, she's going to die soon. Probably, yeah. 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 It'll be the most exciting thing in her life because we saw her purity <laughs> test. Oh. Oh, poor Meg. Well, don't worry. She'll come back in Supernatural. You know, everything will be okay because she'll be kick-ass there. Oh, I need to watch That's that right. show already. Except for the, the fangirls hated her because any female on that show is not allowed. Yeah, no, no, no. It's even worse than this. Like, you're not allowed to be a female on that show. Yes, it's... you're not. Well, unless you're, unless you're, um, in, unless you're completely like a mother figure or something like that or whatever. But then you'll probably still be hated anyway. Probably. Wow. No I romantic. Didn't it was that. Um... Oh, it's terrible. All the girly girls hate the boys with any kind of romantic interest because they all want them for themselves. Yeah. Well, what about if they have a romantic interest with each other? Oh, wait, sorry, they're brothers. That's... It would be like Veronica. No, there is a lot of that. There's a lot of yeah. slash. Yeah, uh-huh. a lot of brother slash. Yeah, That's the first place they go. Yeah. <laughs> Supernatural fans are a little scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm one of them, and I'm, uh, but I'm, I'm not that ma- kind of one of them. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I'm staying. I'm staying as spoiler free as I can on the series, just in case my other my other intro cast can be rebooted. But uh, <laughs> but even even I know that there's brother brother slash out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, hard to avoid that fact. Okay, B plot. All oh right. Gosh, the B plot. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. B plot. Okay. Um, Veronica is watching 
Lynn Eccles' credit card to see if it gets used again. And, um, let's see. Oh, they're talking outside the, the gymnasium, and when Veronica walks in, Duncan thinks that Logan has asked her to the dance. Foreshadowing. Yeah, I know. Um, I think so. Uh, I mean, it's inevitable. Really. It uh, it makes I slightly mean... sad. Yeah, Malika, you're not shipping those two? I don't know. I just, I'm one of those people that likes the unlikely couples to get together. I mean, I guess they were unlikely in the beginning, but, you know, I just don't like the predictability and when people put, I don't know, I'm, I'm just contrary, I guess. So, and I always feel bad for the people who get left out, like, like Leo. Like Leo, yeah. Even though we, even though he's completely inappropriate, I still feel bad for him. I mean, you know, well, we'll, we'll get there. I'm not going to, I'm going to comment on that later. <laughs> okay. okay. So, uh, there is a charge at a hotel. So Veronica calls Logan and did you guys like his inspirational message? <gasps> oh my God. I love that. So good. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was just stuck on the 1200 bucks for a hotel room. <laughs> These is O Niners, like it, they can afford it. That hotel didn't look that nice. Exactly, actually, it didn't look. I mean, I don't well, know. If, if we go back to um, back to the last episode that we hated, um, which was with the one with the ducks uh, and Suge Knight, mm-hmm. um, when mm. they had that, you know, they complained that they didn't have, you know, the biggest suite you know, in the place. And then they went up to that suite. I was like, really? That's they, they upgraded to that. (laughs) I was like, obviously the 0909, uh, zip code does not have very nice hotels. (laughs) Well, they did say that this one in this episode is in LA too. Oh, that's right. right. That's true. So even, well, I guess. So it could be inflated in LA, I suppose. Plus, you you never see the room. It is a three hundred sixty degree view in a private elevator, so right. Yeah, it's no, probably room, pretty good. This room is probably much better than the room that the rappers had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, and that room was like on the fourth floor. What kind of suite is on the fourth floor? <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously they don't have very big buildings in the O nine. Yes. Well, you know all all the earthquakes, so right. it is in yeah. California, so they're probably all fourth issue. floors. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so Veronica meets Logan at the hotel and goes into wedding planner fiance mode. Oh, my God. I love this. And I love this, the whole. Uh, this is when I did ship them because they look so cute together. And she kisses him on the cheek and they kind of do this whole like dance thing. And he and they both are so good at it, too. Well, you know, Obviously, they've had this, you know, repertoire between them, you know, all along. You know, it was there before, you know, when they were friends. And and once once Lily died, the, uh, you know, the conversations between them changed, but it still had the same feel to it. You know, even though, um, you know, their attitudes had changed towards one another, they they still had that same ability to kind of play off of one another so well so it seems like they can switch back and forth between the two without effort yeah uh, yeah and i think they i mean they do have obviously do have chemistry obviously 
Yeah, it's like pouring out of their pores. <laughs> <laughs> Oozing out of the pores is what I want to say. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, I wish Naomi was here. I know she's the big Logan uh, Veronica shipper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I think um, she was squeeing. Yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we do have feedback from her, so hopefully, hopefully we'll get to that. We do. Not very much, but a little. A little. A it's little. better than anything. Yeah. Um, it just says Logan Veronica squee. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and then she couldn't she couldn't type anymore because like she was just busy writing fan fiction. Right, yeah. With her other That's hand. where she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was busy writing fan fiction with one hand and delivering a baby with the other. Yes. She is multi talented. <laughs> That's why uh, and it. and um I also just have to comment um on Logan's camo cargo pants. They were very Nice. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. I'm. A, I got. I'm a fan of the cargo pants, and I'm a fan of the camo. And I remember when the like more boys used to wear them, and I miss them. I have a pair of camo <sighs> shorts, so I can't. I can't really argue. Yeah, they're good stuff, and he wears them well. Mm-hmm. Let's see the guy the the hotel clerk person will not let them see the room because it is occupied mm. and the guest wants her privacy so logan's down on the couch to wait so this whole thing like now looking back on it i mean because obviously when we're watching this i think we might well i i we and you'll you, you'll hear in the commentary like we kind of saw her name in the credits mm. but um, unfortunately, but I still didn't expect her to be this person. Um, but just looking back on it and listening to it now, um, the, all the waiting and the trying to get in and all this kind of stuff, it's just like this huge buildup. So I have a question for you guys who just rewatched it. Was it like, was it annoying or was it, um, exciting to just like, cause you knew it was coming? Well, I mean, it was, I mean, it was, it was a clear buildup. I mean, because at this point it's Buffy's over, right? At this point, this is 2004 yeah. now, yeah. right? Yeah. So Buffy's over at this point. So it's clear that, you know, and that, and what this was on the UPN as well. It Correct? was on UPN. Buffy okay. was on WB. Buffy was oh, on no, UPN. Oh, Buffy was on UPN this, for yeah. two years. That's right. So, yeah. So, so. Yeah, so Buffy ended in 2003. Uh, Veronica Mars started in 2003, and then they threw Allison Hannigan in there because she was a staple, um, and probably to try and I'm guessing this is a guess to to try and bring Buffy fans to Veronica Mars was is probably what I'm, you know. This, but the buildup was good, um, and. Uh, it's just nice to it was nice to see her in this different role even you know the second and third time that I watched it it was um because it's it's got these willow isms to it but it's a completely kind of like upside down um character for her cuz it's kind of also mean and nasty mm-hmm. um but it was pretty i mean every time i watched it i was i was looking forward to that that reveal yeah, and I can't you... remember. I can't remember if I was, you know, I, I, I'm horrible with casting spoilers on just about anything, you know, finding out ahead of time and then knowing ahead of time. But I can't remember whether I knew it or not going into this. That's what I, I was going to ask. 
You this did. Was, this was this this was one of the things that I knew about Veronica Mars that was that was that Allison Hannigan was on the show. I don't know h- how big of a role she has. Well, I mean, I know what her role is now, but um, I knew she was on it. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know. I don't. I still don't know how big her role is, how long it lasts, or anything like that. But I knew that she was on the show. But what I you? Hmm? didn't know that it was. I didn't know when to expect it. Yeah, I'm wondering how long we're going to see Trina for. I wonder if she's going to be like a main cast member. Is she going to be here for like three episodes and then go away? I'm hoping we see a lot of her. I'm yeah. guessing probably not. I'm thinking that she probably has an arc in this, um, you know, the second half of the season, you know, that leads up to either the fi- the, the finding of Lynn El- Eccles' body or um, or the find that she's alive. That's probably, I'm guessing she's just in that arc and then she'll probably disappear again. That's my Yeah, I think you're right, Jimmy. I don't think we're going to see her for that long. Um, But I just Mm. wonder if she's going to show back up like in season two or season three. Are we going to see her in the movie? I would hope so. You know. Oh, that would be so cool if she was in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Heidi, um, did you know casting spoilers or anything like that? I had a very interesting experience with this because this was... 2005 because Veronica Mars started in 2004 so this was early 2005 I did not watch Buffy until early 2006 oh Oh. so I saw Allison (laughs) in this and then Buffy and then when I rewatched I believe then I was like oh my gosh it's Willow like I, I did not take from Veronica Mars that Allison Hannigan was the same person as in Buffy until mm. going back again. So it was, it it's very funny because it was very out of order. That, I, I mean, that <laughs> certainly happened to me before too. Like I've, I, I can't think of what the, inc- I had one in my head and now it's disappeared. I, I blame the, the, the wine. Well, it's uh, like, it's like, uh, it's like but, Logan and Ringer, his character yes. on Ringer. Yes, that's exactly yeah. that's exactly it. So I went back actually after we talked about this the other day, uh, and I watched just um, the first episode that he was in of Ringer, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's totally Logan!" I was like, <laughs> "Now!" And then as I was watching it, I was like, I started to remember the rest of the arc of you uh-huh. know his his yeah. dad. He went on for like nine episodes, I think yeah. he was. In. And then I remembered the whole arc, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to go back and watch this whole thing now because it's Logan. Yeah, I missed Ringer. I missed Ringer. I, I, I saw him on um, what he was on, Moonlight, right? Moonlight, yes. Which they were mentioning, which I haven't seen. No, and everybody keeps saying don't watch it. Well, it's not worth He's pretty much the best part of the show. So Yeah. Is he, is he uh, I mean, is he in every episode? Uh, or probably. mostly? Probably. Yeah, he's, he just doesn't have a huge role. I mean, I think he's main cast and not recurring. Yeah. But beyond that, I don't know exactly. So yeah, now, sure. at this point, I'll probably go watch it just because... <laughs> yeah, just because he's in it. So I'll probably yeah. watch it. Though I did not have any desire to watch it when it was on. Yeah, well, that's the only reason that I watched it when it was on. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it's also Kristen Bell, because I've seen her in House of Lies, where she's... A completely different character um, and I think I've seen her in one or two things but I've always really liked her as an actress even though I can't you know call to mind everything that she's been in um, 
which is probably how I heard about Veronica Mars in the first place. It's probably somebody said, oh, you know, she used to be in this TV show, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, I mean, so so I've had that with a lot of these people, obviously, because it's just the first time watching this episode or watching this, um, this series. Mm-hmm. All right. So we talked about uh, when Trina shows up. So after she leaves, then... Logan realizes that his mother is probably dead and he breaks down completely. Okay, I had a really hard time with this. He was... Oh, Logan. Oh, poor Logan. Yeah. Because um, I think it just makes it worse because he's usually such like, you know, like, I mean, I love him, but he's just like a snotty character and he's completely like headstrong and it's the same kind of feeling that you get when or i get when i when um that episode where you realize that his father like beats him uh-huh. it's that kind of like um i don't know it just breaks your heart he does a good job of breaking hearts i i thought it was really crazy that trina brings up that you know logan's father beats him right in front of Veronica. yeah mm-hmm. and, well and she was so callous about it like as yeah. in like like you made up these stories yeah like he was making a big deal out of nothing mm-hmm. so okay i don't know it, timeline how long has trina been away i don't know i mean she i guess she could get i guess she could have seen i don't because know if they asked, mentioned she, it before she, she asks the question about about you know oh you know the rat pack and you know blah 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 and you know or you know basically are you all together again so she obviously was around so she knew lily was she was she around when lily was murdered you know obviously well i I maybe we'll learn this in flashback who knows yeah i feel like she wasn't in that um episode is it the homecoming or the prom um episode the homecoming Um, Okay, the homecoming episode. She wasn't in there, or she wasn't featured in there. I'm wondering because she also knew about his bum fights. <laughs> we could bring back the bum fights. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she obviously, I mean, she could have just heard about that because it was in the news and all that. But I'm wondering if she just well, and might that is have... her father. Yeah, yeah. So I think that she probably knew all of them, but I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we'll find out, but I don't feel like she was around. For the whole Lily murder type thing. Yeah, I mean the yeah, like the bum, yeah, the bum fights were on the smoking gun, so I mean Yeah, they, so everybody they actually named oh, yeah, off an actual major it. site and all that. So that is an international well known site, the smoking gun. At least it used to be. I don't know if it still is. Well but she does say to Veronica, oh, look at you, you're all grown up now, so Yeah. I, I I'm having trouble with the timeline. I can't quite put it together. So, so she might be around, like, let's just say 23, maybe. I don't know how old she's supposed to be, but or older. And so that would, and if they're 17, then she probably left when she's around 18. So that's about like five years. So probably they were, yeah, they probably were pretty young. They probably knew each other, but they were like in grade school, which is why they look so much different now because they look so he was up. a hard drinker in grade school. Well, that's what, and yes. that's the other thing that I was like when she makes that that comment that you know, oh, I've been home for one day, and you know, picking up drunk Logan. Because uh, it, it doesn't all, it doesn't all. I can't put it all together, and and maybe I'm not supposed to quite yet. So, 
I guess we'll see. Is anybody's tongue bleeding, Heidi? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, maybe he was thirteen and a heavy drinker because I know thirteen-year-olds that. Well, oh yeah, I guess yeah. So, I don't know. But for them to have grown up or and her to say that, I would assume that probably like maybe junior high, middle schoolish, at least like four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, I don't. I'm yeah. Where did she get Lynn's clothes and Lynn's credit cards? That's all I want to know. Not to not to change course here, but yeah, maybe she stopped by the house or something. But then I thought the credit cards were all missing. Well, exactly, and and she had the one credit card that was in Lynn's maiden name. Yeah. Where? How did she get that? How did she get that that particular card? And how did she have Lynn's clothes? Because Lynn was not her mother. She had been in Australia. I'm like. Uh, there's there's stuff amok here well maybe they'll explain it maybe yeah i actually wondered about that too like did she steal it uh from where yeah i know (laughs) i i don't don't know where she would have stole it unless it was like an old credit card but then it would have expired i don't know and on that note uh what else i know all right, I'm just I'm just letting you go till you're done. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, then Logan shows up, wasted at the dance in his risky business costume. Oh my god, the best scene ever! And he has nice legs. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, okay, so he was wearing a shirt, and yeah, and I'm like, yeah, they never they never quite showed the tidy whities did they? That's exactly <laughs> my point. They didn't quite share, show that it. That shirt needed to be a little bit shorter and open. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see some chest hair, Logan. What is his, what is Jason Doring, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to Google any pictures of him. Yeah, I was just, I was just, I was just going to say, because I have the same, my fingers are itching when we were talking about Ringer, but I'm not going to do it. No. Um, no, you should not Google uh, anything, probably, especially, especially right now. San Diego Comic Con is coming. <gasps> yes. Um, <laughs> you're all to keep your eyes and ears closed. <laughs> I live under a rock. I live under a rock. <laughs> yeah, and I listen to a lot of like entertainment podcasts. Whenever they talk, they say Comic Con, like an episode about Comic Con. I'm like, oh, sad. Delete. <laughs> no. <laughs> I read, I read uh, like you know, you know, Pres Hilton and Delisted and TMZ and everything every day, like multiple times a day. And as <laughs> I scroll, and as I scroll down, I'm always like, I'll see like, you know, Kristen Bell. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Trina comes to pick up Logan. And again, we, she's picked him up before, apparently drunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's puked in her car before mm-hmm. and claimed it. <laughs> but I mean, there. I mean, as bad as this bond is, there still is a bond, you know. I mean, I guess some sisters may not have even shown up. She did. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying I'm... to figure out the, their relationship. Is what I'm trying to figure out here. 
Well, she obviously doesn't like Lynn. Um, and I, I'm I'm wondering, does she have like a daddy's girl relationship with the dad? You know, with Aaron? Is that why she doesn't believe? So, I mean, I, you know, it could go either way. There could be a bond, or there could be just like a sense of, ugh, why do I have to do this? I, I, it's really kind of too early to tell. Maybe they had an affair when they were young. Logan Wait. and Trina? Ew. Yeah. They're still brother They're... and sister. They're half brother and sister. Okay, but who else do we know had a relationship, <laughs> Jimmy? <laughs> what show are we on? Maybe <laughs> Logan's dad really isn't Aaron Eccles. Maybe Logan's dad. <laughs> no. It's Keith Mars. Well, no, because then, no. Uh, well, I guess because Jake and... <laughs> You know what? Let's just throw a whole bunch of sperm in a cup and see who. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Why not? Oh, it doesn't matter uh, who's who's. Who right. isn't brother and sister? And they play time after time, which could be an allusion to time travel. I'm just saying. <laughs> and with that, let's get to quotes. Oh, oh wow. Um, Paul, would you like to go first? Um, well, let's see. Yeah, I'll go with the, oh, let's see. I don't want to spoil anybody too. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin anybody else's chance at getting a really good one. Let me, I'll just go with, uh, with, um, uh, when, uh, Wallace said, uh, how many cases are you working here, Rockford? Very nice. I have that one too. Rockford Files? <laughs> Rockford Files? Jim Rockford? Yes. Got yes. it. Um, I have... I look like Manila Whore Barbie. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that was good. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Um, sorry, I have a lot. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm going to go with um, Wallace. About the secret mission, Veronica, what you got? Wallace, a reputation as a jock sniffer. You can uh, you you can be your own FF. I'm retired. <laughs> I love that. Yep i i had I had that last line. I had the first part. <laughs> All right. Uh, Keith says, "Who the heck names a dog Steve?" Veronica says, "Tom Cruise." <laughs> um, I have uh, Meg. Granted, I would look good on Kaz's arms, but. Do you have anything available and sensitive or charm? Uh, really? <laughs> Do you have anything available and sensitive or charming, Veronica? I can check in back. And that would not be Duncan. No. No. Ugh. Okay. Um, I have Keith. You're a high school girl. Do something high school gr- girl things now and then, Veronica. Relax, Dad. I'm cutting out pictures of Ashton Kutcher out of teen people as we speak. Gag. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just said Ashton. Ugh, Ashton. She left the left last name off. Yeah. Gag. Cutting pictures okay, of Ashton. Okay, I have the. Uh... Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I have the. Uh, I have the the Wallace quote where he's dissing on the Catalula leopard dog. Uh, uh, Drunk dingo had a three way with an ocelot and a porcupine. Paul, those are fighting words. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say, watch out, you free vet. Smackdown. I had so that one hilarious. too. Um. So, Veronica DeLeo, there's a long and proud history of mutual back-scratching between cops and private dicks. I'll leave the rest of it alone, but... (laughs) I have Logan. 
but if you're coming home, who will play Dead Hooker on CSI this week? Do Dead Hooker 2 on CSI this week. <laughs> yes, not just Dead Hooker, but Dead Hooker. Number Dead two. Hooker 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have um, one from Trina. Is that Kajagugu? <laughs> just because. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, we're ready for feedback. 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 Okay. We have a short comment from Naomi. She says, This is really a jam-packed episode. Keith being awesome and sneaky. Veronica going all out for a case. And the renewal of two old friendships. Not to mention the shippy goodness. I give it ten wedding dream books. Wow. Uh, How many out of ten? Ten. Ten. Wow. That's yeah. my second I'm, 10 out of 10, I think. I'm not surprised. Actually, the... Oh, which one was it? She gave it another 10. Um, yeah, the one that we thought was okay, that she loved. Yes. It was another one she missed. That's right, that's it right. was. Yeah, it was the one we had to re-record, though, so she ended up being in on it. That's right, I forgot about that one. But yeah, that one was a 10 for her as well. Cool. Good. Um, from the Facebook group, we have a comment uh, from Simone. Trita! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Um, <laughs> well, isn't she a chip off the old block, lol. This will be the only time in history I say these words. Poor Tom Cruise. <laughs> this, is the, <laughs> this is the second time in a row that V has been so very wrong about a case. It's kind of jarring, huh? Every time I watch this episode and see that scene of Logan breaking down in Veronica's arms, I fall a little more in love with him. So heartbreaking. Someone please quote Wallace's drunk dingo's line. LOL. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, someone's got the hots for Meg. Unfortunately, it's Donut, and that upsets Ronnie. Uh, Debbie Leo to the rescue. So sweet of him to show up and make her feel better. Guest star this week is Zach Bryan from Home Improvement fame. I love Bridezilla Veronica and how Logan just goes with it. LOL. Leanne, very, very wasted. And Clarence, row, row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacqueline says, Manila whore Barbie. I love that line. And I'm amusing mm-hmm. myself thinking of you lot in Ecstasies of Delight when we meet Trina. <laughs> we were. Oh my gosh. Oh, me again. Um, (laughs) Molly says, I absolutely love this episode. We get to see more of the Meg-Veronica friendship. Lots of awesome Logan-Veronica, especially the part where they pretend to be engaged. Always one of my favorite tropes. And Veronica is truly an amazing multitasker, balancing three cases at once. Cases in quotes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Then we have Natalia. Uh, Two words, Allison, Hannigan, and an emoticon. And she has an emoticon, which is like, is it the bug eye emoticon? One big eye, one little eye. Yeah. Okay. Let me elaborate. Allison Hannigan and Veronica Mars, and she's Logan's sister too. So with some luck, she'll be around for a while. I'm very excited to see more of her. And wow, Veronica actually found her mother. That's a major thing. I didn't expect that to happen until the finale. Oh my gosh. Oh. Okay. Um, I feel like I should say something about Leo, but I'm not sure what to make of him. He's cute, but I don't like the way he speaks. Also, Loganica, anyone? <laughs> Did we forget to talk about that? Her mother? No, we nope. talked about no, it. We talked about it. Where was I? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, people. I-, I think that I just blanked out. I 
Remember okay. I was talking about the, you know, the guy, you know, the... Yeah, Clarence Weedman and... Oh, okay, okay never mind. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I, I, think that I, I think that I had in my notes to say something about it, but I skipped my notes, which is why it's not... Yeah, okay. Uh -huh. On okay. we go, on we go. <laughs> All right, Jen says, This is definitely one of my favorite eps of season one. All the Logan and Veronica stuff is great. And when he breaks down at the end, it's heartbreaking, especially since Trina is so callous about taking advantage of the situation. Plus, who doesn't love Veronica flashing her giant rock around? I also like the developing Meg-Veronica friendship and that Meg got Deputy Leo to the dance for her. It lets us see Veronica interacting with an O-Niner without all the negativity and animosity that influence her interactions with Duncan Logan and the others. Maybe she can fit back into their world or bridge from her current social world to theirs more easily than she would have than she would have thought. Hmm. Side note, are dances this intense in the U.S.? Because I have to say that nothing at my Canadian high school ever came close to such a themed soiree where we would have dressed up like they did. Me either. No. Mm -hmm. We had dances like that in high school. We had, we did, we but it had wasn't lots like of dances, but never anything where people like dressed up like Madonna. <laughs> well, no, I don't think anyone dressed up like Madonna. But we had like themed dances where you like dressed up in a different decade or whatever. We had a hard time note. getting people to come to our dresses, to our dances. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me actually clarify. There was school dances where like mm -hmm. you took a date and went to a dance and then there were what we called stomps where it was just like you just went and it was a dance sort of mm. i think those were attended more and they were more themed so it was kind of like a party at the school more than like an actual take a date and go to a dance I went to an all-girls Catholic school, and it was literally just nuns standing around, and they played, like, oh the most God. boring, like, 50s music, and, oh, it was horrible. Well, did you guys wow. at least dance together, and, you know, so that you would freak the nuns out? You couldn't, you couldn't really dance. Like, if you started dancing too crazy, the nuns would come and, like, stop you. Oh, my God. And you had to, like, check your dates in. Oh, it was, it was really horrible. Wow. Oh, so I Make sure I you're not to, grinding on someone else. I have to, I have to get, I have to get my, uh my visions of Catholic school girls grinding up against each other out of my head then. <laughs> <laughs> no, they can stay there. Yeah, okay. You okay. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Who killed Lily Kane? Duncan. Um, yeah, definitely. Maybe with Meg's help. With no. Meg's help. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's in love with her. Um, I think we, we postulated this before during the, the episode itself, but like, yeah, definitely Duncan being egged on by one or two of his parents. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to do with all the information. <laughs> See, you're always like the swing vote. I love it. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think that, I'm starting to buy into the fact that Duncan had something to do with it. I'm starting to cross over to the Duncan dark side. Um, and which is funny because I was very much against it for, for, you know, most of the time you guys were all Duncan did it. Duncan did it. But I'm like, well, maybe Duncan won't be in season two because he's in jail. And so maybe that would be nice. So maybe Duncan did it. Now you're just wishful thinking. Yeah. Just wishful thinking. <laughs> but well, I do think, know. I think that the psychotic episodes, 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think that that he's a. I think that that Celeste was putting him into hypnos- hyp- hypnotic therapy to make him, uh, uh, you know, a, a something that she could aim at Lily and kill her. Because I still think Celeste is behind it. That's been my my guess all along. Has pretty much been Celeste, except for when I thought it was Leanne for a minute there. But um, but I I think I think Celeste is the mastermind. Okay. Ratings. I'll go first. I This has been my favorite episode so far, so it gets my highest rating. However, I'm going to have to take off half of a point because there was no backup. So, nine and a half out of ten beautiful and majestic Catahoula leopard dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is actually pretty high on my list. Uh, even though the, the Rusky, I, I broke it out differently. So the, the Rusky plot line was my least favorite, but everything else, like all the other Valentine's things were great. Um, and I thought that, uh, the, you know, Lynn Eccles or, you know, the little Eccles, you know, suicide story really, um, you know, was not entertaining, but, you know, sad and and heartfelt and logan and veronica and allison hannigan i i don't i it gets a lot of points just because allison hannigan was there um i'm gonna go with um nine out of ten ding ocelot you pines <laughs> <laughs> there's a theme here can you guys keep up uh no i can't because um mine's different <laughs> Um, but I loved this. I wasn't spoiled at all. So until the opening credits, damn you. I had no idea Willow was going to be, or, you know, Alison Holland again was going to be in this. Um, I loved it. Um, and it, you know, a perfect episode would have the A plot B or the A, A plot. The, the I'm, I'm referring to the, the Russian stuff would have been a little bit more intriguing, but otherwise this was awesome. And, um, so I'm just going to knock it off a quarter point. So 9.75 dead hooker vampire willows. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, Paul. Um, well, you know, I, I thought I, the Russian thing was, uh, you know, so, so I, I, I pretty much fell for it. You know, I think every I think we all so, sort of said that we fell for it initially that it was, uh, you know, a long lost love and all that. And I think up until the Russians were tailing him, you know, I pretty much was, was believing that was what was going on. So I like that. Uh, the Meg's mystery date. Um, I, now I see, I've, I've got the whole cloudiness of having seen it once before only and then rewatching. So I'm not exactly sure. Did I, did I suspect low, did I suspect that uh, what Duncan did I suspect that Duncan was the guy from the start or not? And I can't remember if I suspected it or if I just remembered knowing it. <laughs> that's, that's what, that's the, the trouble with only rewatching, a, 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 you know, a single time. Uh, but, uh, that was pretty good. And then, um, the C plot, we got some, some Allie Hannigan. You can't, can't go wrong there. Um, so I think I'll give it a nine out of 10 unrevealed tidy whities. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have that as my alternate. I said oh. that tiny whiteies. I love it. <laughs> okay, so uh, um, 
I am not usually the low scorer. Uh, pretty much all of the points that I give this episode are for the, what we called the B-plot, um, because I love that. Completely love that. But I really don't care about Meg's secret admirer, especially since it turns out to be Duncan. And I, the, the Russian storyline's okay, but it's not that great. And uh, Leo, good stuff, but I, yeah, I'm just really not that interested in the, all of the many stories of the A-plot. So I'm going to go six out of ten men named Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, six. I know. Yeah. I feel like that might be my lowest. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. That might, that might be the biggest discrepancy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I, as you guys were rating, I was like, okay, what am I not seeing here? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Now it's time for our contact information. All right. You can find us at quadruplez.com. You can email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. Twitter at investigatemars. Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash group slash investigatingmars. The spoiler group is facebook.com slash group slash spoilers of Mars. And please leave us an iTunes review. Yes, please. And thank you for everyone who has. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. And, and you can also send us, uh, um, you know, MP3s of like Paul does. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we'd we love voicemails. Yep. Yes. I'm sorry. I, 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 I had already burned the, uh, the Magnum reference. I know what you're thinking. Uh, voicemail on potential cast where, you know, the self-professed giant Magnum fan Illyrio didn't pick up on it at all, but uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I did not send in feedback for this episode. <laughs> all right it's nice to hear your voice live that's right yes now yes. we get to actually you know interact with you so that, that's even better sure yeah. we thank but you next so week, much next week oh, you're on the hook. <laughs> yes th- thank you thank you for uh thank you for having me it was a great time and uh, assuming you'll have me back i will be back Yay. yes we would love to have you back absolutely okay so the next episode is titled betty and veronica Obviously, yeah. everybody gets sucked into an Archie comic. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, so I have to say, for people who call um, Veronica Ronnie, um, it's spelt how it is in the Archie comics, which is R-O-N-N-I-E. Um, <laughs> R-O-N-I is like, so I, I grew up reading, yeah, I, I grew, grew up reading Archie comics. So, um, yeah, just, just FYI. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for this episode just because I love Archie comics. But Wait, is that I, a thing? Is 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 that a thing that we're talking about here? Like, um, is she? Are, are people referring to her as Ronnie because it's? I think Simone does. I I it don't is, know. It is, it, it is that, a that refers I mean, to as that, and I always say, uh, you know, having a Ronnie, you know, Bobby Brown. But <laughs> 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 every time I read it, that's what I go for. I know. I don't know if it's a reference to this episode, obviously, but um, I do know that Ronnie is a um, short shortened version of Veronica um, it, like a nickname so huh. you can spell it however you want Simone we won't hold it against you I will just try to make sure that I say it correctly <laughs> 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 yeah, 
yeah, otherwise, yeah, or, or, or otherwise, I'll have Jimmy start singing at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very Archie, Archie uh, conditioned as well to see R O N N I E. Yeah, um, but I think this is going to be about um, like somebody steals comic books, something like that. But I like Jimmy's better because I want to get pulled into a comic book. <laughs> All right, we you will bet, find did you, out. Did you give a? Oh yeah, uh, bet. Jimmy, I like yours so much. I'm just going to go with that. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Until next week when we get pulled into an Archie comic. Yay! <laughs> Bye! 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 Bye. Bye.